then I walked in on that old lady taking a shit. I don't know who was more embarrassed, me or her. <laughs> Probably me. I don't know. Do old ladies give a shit when you see them taking a shit? Probably not. But hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog over there on the uh, chair licking it. <laughs> like, like she's some fucking idiot. Ween. Cage. Get in the cage, Ween. Thank you. I got Sadie Dog over there. Hi, Sadie Dog. Cage. Get in the cage. Cage. Get in the cage, Sadie. Sadie's like, I'm not getting in the cage. Ween got in the cage. I <laughs> uh, don't know where the cats are. Back porch, probably. Because uh, it's, it's a nice day out. It's, uh, according to my computer, 71 degrees. That's the perfect temperature. My brain, everybody, low low to mid-70s. Like 75 to 70. It's the fucking best. It's the best. It's warm. You're not fucking dying. It's great. I love it. But, uh, hey, everybody. How was your day? How was your day? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a good day. Why? Because it's Thursday. June 2nd, 2020 dose. I hope you had a good day. If you didn't have a good day, uh, turn it around. Do what you need to do. Or uh, go to bed. Get hammered, go to bed, and then wake up in the morning, and it's Friday. And Friday is always a good day, right? But, uh, hey, if you're listening for the first time, uh, I'm your host, Stu McAllister. I used to tell jokes for a living. I uh, used to do social work for a living. Now I'm uh, crashing through life. Crashing spectacularly through life. Fucking just making bad decisions left and right. Hopefully you guys can relate. Uh, or at least laugh at my expense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Man, my day. Let's see. Well, uh, well, every, well, everybody. Uh, today is just Thursday, and I have already worked forty-six hours, <laughs> and I am working tomorrow, and I am working Saturday. So, uh, yeah, your boy doing good. Your boy, boy, is uh, raking in. And I, uh, I asked my boss though. I said, hey. I'm cool with doing all this shit. I'm cool with it. But I remember last year, they were complaining about me and my overtime. Like the, the big bosses were complaining about me and my overtime. And I, and I told him, you know, again, I said, it's not like I'm just showing up to work, getting in a van and driving around. And for those who are new, maybe uh, I deliver Dibbenot ice cream all over the great state of Michigan. So, you know, I am just doing what you tell me to do. I tell him each and every day because he's like, what do you want to do tomorrow? And I tell him, you tell me what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't tell you. You tell me. And if you want me to make a decision, then you give me choices. Give me a choice. You're still the fucking boss. Be a boss. God damn it. Be a boss. I know you can be a boss, be a boss. And the boss says, do this, and then you fucking go do it. And then if you don't fucking do, go do it, you can go fuck yourself, right? That's how it works. If you're new, it's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Not very funny, occasionally funny. Not even a lot of funny, occasionally. And even when it is occasionally funny, it's just a slight, mm, mm. You know, that's what it is. Mm. <laughs> he kind of had something there, and then he lost it. So uh, I went over to, uh, I was driving in the Bay City area, if, if any of you fuckers know where that fucking is. Uh, and it was an easy route. It was a, it was an easy day from, from me leaving the warehouse to me actually being done with the route. I was done in eight hours, right? Now it's approximately a two-hour drive back, so it still would have been a 10-hour day, right? Easy peasy for sheezy. Um Zero problems with people, zero problems with customers, except for one. Uh, it's amazing to me how 
um, some people are just very agreeable. And I'm those are my favorite customers. Can we all agree not all customers are good customers? I don't believe in giving good customer service to customers who are shit. I just don't. I will mirror your behavior. I will mirror your actions. If you're going to be shit to me, I am going to be shit back to you. Uh, that's just how it works. I, I don't care anymore. I've, I've gotten to a certain age where I'm not trying to win you over. You know what the deal is here. This business transaction that we're going through should be very fucking easy. You need product. I have product. I offer you product. You purchase product. It's as simple as fucking that. There should be nothing more than be like, hey, this is what you need. Thanks. Let me sign it. Here you go. There's the product. See you in a few weeks. That's it. That's it. And it's amazing to me how many people today were able to fucking do that for me. Longtime listeners of the show will know that I've dealt with a lot of gas station managers with small dick energy. And I met another one today. And I knew this one had small dick energy. Because every time I've ever dealt with this gentleman, he has exhibited small dick energy. I have only dealt with this guy four times in, in a year. So not, not very often. But every time I know small dick energy. Because from moment one, when I delivered the freezer to him, I was like, hey, man, you guys are getting dipping on ice cream today. It's going to be a great day. Bringing you a freezer, bringing you some signage. Here's the product. All right, here we go. He bitched about it from moment one. Bitched about where it was going to go. Bitched about how much the shit cost. Bitched about fucking everything. Right? Just a miserable fuck of a human being. And every time I go in, he grunts at me. He doesn't even say words. He doesn't say like, hello, how's it going? Because I go in, again, everybody, I mirror the actions of the people around me. And so uh, if somebody's going to mirror me, I want to go in and, and have a positive attitude. So I know longtime listeners are like, fuck you, Stu, you're a piece of shit. No, no. When I go in, I'm always like, hey, everybody, how's it going? How you doing? All right. Checking your freezer. I clean it out. Clean the fan. Looks like you could use this. Okay, let me get it for you. All right, have a good day. Because that, that's the interaction, man. Why am I making a five-minute interaction shittier than it needs to be? Right? I can go in and be like, hey, man, how's it going? And then he can be like, ah, you know, it is what it is. All right, it looks like you could use some product. You want some product? No, we're good. All right, man, see you in a couple weeks. Again, didn't work out how I'd want it, but uh, the dude would have been at least polite. This motherfucker, this filthy-ass motherfucker. I go in. The freezer's right there by the door. For those who give a shit, uh, it's in the, the shithole town of Standish. <laughs> Standish, Michigan. Shit and hole. It's a uh, Shell gas station. So if you're ever in Standish, Michigan, and you go to Shell, ask to talk to the manager and go, Hey, who's the huge cunt in charge of this shithole? And you'll meet this grumpy old fuck. <laughs> and uh, let him know that I hate his guts. <laughs> uh, so I go in. Freezer's right there by the door. Clean out the freezer. Clean the fan. Look, look inside. They clearly can use product. Because guess what, everybody? It's June 2nd, and I sell ice cream. And it's hot as balls out, right? I mean, just this past week, it's been in the uh, mid to upper 80s, right? This is... This is ice cream season. This is when people want fucking ice cream. And guess what? They sold fucking ice cream. So guess what? We got like another three months of fucking hot as balls weather coming up. So fucking uh, maybe you should buy some fucking product. So I don't even look up from the freezer. I'm just looking at it. And from across the fucking gas station, I hear the grumpy old fuck go, we don't need any. He hasn't even looked in the freezer. He didn't even say, hello, how's it going? How are you? Because that's who this grumpy old fuck is. So I just closed the lid and said, see ya. And I got the fuck out. Because I know if I had stayed there longer than what I did, I would have mirrored his behavior and I would have spit in his fucking face. 
because he's a fucking cunt. And I am of the belief, everybody, that we need to treat assholes like assholes need to be treated. Fuck them. <laughs> so I called my boss and I said, hey, man, we need to sit down. We need to have a conversation. I was like, you, me, and the sales manager. We need to sit down and have a conversation about these gas station managers and their small dick energy. And the ones who are exhibiting small dick energy, let's just take the fucking freezer from them. They're clear. They're not buying product. They don't want product. They don't seem to give a shit if they sell product. Do any of you guys deal with fuckers like this? Can you offer me any suggestions on how to better handle these fuck faces? Because I don't believe I fucking know. And I know a lot of it is, oh, you just need to give them better fucking customer service and you need to do, 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 do. lick my balls. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. When people are fucks all the time, now, I get people have bad days now and then. I get it. I get it. But when you are batting a thousand with every interaction of being a cunt? No, I'm, I'm done with you. Fuck you, fuck your mom. Fuck your mom for giving birth to you. Where was, were you born before abortion was legal? Why didn't your mom go to some fucking back alley abortionist and have her innards ripped out by a fucking metal coat hanger? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, dude, where the fuck were you going with that? I don't know, occasionally funny occasionally funny it's not always funny it's occasionally funny <laughs> fucking christ speaking of funny though this was funny uh listener wendy uh she messaged me she sent me a like a voicemail message and she told me of a story that happened to her i want to share the story with you because i found it hilarious she uh she lives in uh, louisville kentucky right I met Wendy a long, long time ago. She met. She came out to one of the shows that I was performing on. She didn't come out to see me. She came out. I was opening for Hal Sparks. If you guys don't know Hal Sparks, a very funny dude, a pretty famous comedian. He he's got a podcast. He was in a band. He's been on television a shit ton. Uh, you you probably know Hal. If you don't know Hal, if you saw him, you'd probably recognize him because he's been in a ton of shit. But, uh, but as a result, Wendy, Wendy became familiar with me and the subsequent times that I came out to uh, the comedy club in Louisville, she came out. She's very good peeps. Wendy's very good peeps. Uh, so she, she listens to this podcast. God knows why. And uh, so she sent me a message. She, um, she was getting these weird random phone calls from, a, from an odd area code. The area code was from... Uh, Ohio, if I remember correctly. She was getting them from Ohio. And uh, she was getting a lot of them, right? A lot of them. And, and she's just ignoring them. She's like me. I, I, you know, if I don't know the person, if I don't recognize the number, if it's not on my phone, I generally, I don't answer. I just don't. Because in my brain, this is, this is going on in my brain. If it's an important thing, they'll call and they'll leave a message. I'm, on a, I'm an old school fuck of when I call somebody, if it's important, I will leave a message, right? I just do, because I'm under the assumption, if you call and you don't leave a message, it's not fucking important. I know I got other people go, well, you know, uh, uh, did you see that I called you? Yeah, you didn't leave a message, not important. You're not important to me, and I'm not calling you back. <laughs> um, so but then she did answer it. And as the story goes, somehow her phone number got put on a flyer, an, an advertisement for an assisted living program in Ohio, in Lebanon, Ohio, I think it was. And so all these, these people are calling her about options at this assisted living program. <laughs> and I'm finding it very humorous. I know it's not for her because it sounds like she was getting a lot of phone calls. But somehow on one side of the flyer, they had, they share the same phone number, but they had the different area code. 
And so that that's how the problem happened. But the area code was completely different than hers. It wasn't even close. It was like 863 and hers is 912. Like, I don't How the fuck did that happen? So these people have been calling her. But it's weird because on one side of the flyer, apparently they had the right phone number. And then on the other side of the, the flyer, they had her phone number. So she's getting all these calls. And so she eventually called them and said, hey, you fuckers. Uh, my, my, you got my phone number on your flyer. <laughs> so apparently, um. Uh, I don't know, the, the manager of the program or the marketing director or some big cheese called her and profusely apologized, rightfully so, and they said they were going to send her a gift card for her troubles. Uh, they asked if they could get her address, and I'm like, you might as well give them your address. They already got your phone number. You might as well give it to them. So they're going to send her a gift card, but I was curious as to, like, what is an assisted living program going to send you as a gift card? <laughs> right? What was it? Like a gift card to, like, a, a funeral home? Uh, get get, uh, get yourself a brand new walker? Like, what are you fucking getting? Like, it's just odd. And uh, I told her, I said, what they should do is, like, offer you free assisted living in, like, 40 years give her a coupon that won't expire until uh, 2066 or whatever, 2062. I mean, God, my math blows, right? And then she can take advantage of that that way. Then she can move to Lebanon, Ohio, live the high life in an assisted living program. I told her that she should just fuck with people who keep calling her. Just keep telling them yes on everything. Hey, I got an old man. Uh, he's having some problems. Uh, he's like running around the house naked. <laughs> can I can I have him move in? Yeah, bring him over immediately. We got space. We actually have a wing that's dedicated solely to naked old fucks. <laughs> bring him on down. <laughs> Just so fucking weird. What a weird random thing. Have any? I can't. I I would ask you guys if any of that kind of thing has happened to you, but I can't imagine that it has. I can't imagine that your phone number was posted on a, a business's uh, flyer advertisement. This is crazy to me. I am very curious as to what kind of gift card they'll send. I'm assuming it'll be very much the generic. Here's an Amazon gift card. I am wondering too about the dollar amount. Like, to me, in my brain, gotta be at least a hundred bucks, right? If you're, if, if you're going to have people essentially, like, they're spamming her with phone calls, that's a pain in the ass. hundred bucks. hundred bucks, you old fuck. Send it my way. Or my lawyers will be calling your lawyers, you dicks. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't, I would not ever go that far, but I wouldn't sue someone. But fuck, it, it would be a pain in the ass. Speaking of a pain in the ass, everybody, uh, this is a story of a man named Brady. Ah, uh, boy, a year, excuse me, a year or so ago, this woman that I am friends with on Facebook had this sob story of a post, right? You, you see these sob stories of posts on social media all the time, right? Oh... I, I, I did it, everybody. I left my husband, and um, now I'm, I'm living in a hotel with my son, my eight-year-old son, and uh, I don't have money to, to pay the rent, and I don't have family in the area. You know, what? this big, long, sobbing story, right? And, you know, I've been friends with her on Facebook, and I want to tell you guys this, too. As far as I know... I had never met this person before in real life. Maybe um, she had become, become friends with me through the comedy club when I was a comedian and I was hosting Dr. Grins at the comedy club. She friend requested me, I'm assuming, and I accepted, and there you go, and then I never saw her. She came, came and saw some shows, had a good time, there you go. Never met this woman in my life. I couldn't fucking pick her out of a lineup if I had to, right? But... 
Sometimes these dumb sob stories get to me, and I and I and I feel bad. And uh, last year I was in a position where I could help her out, so she asked for uh two hundred bucks, something like that. And I was like, well, I got it. Sometimes we need to be good human beings. And um, and there you go. So I, I met her at the hotel that she was at, and I, I will be the first one to say it's not a very nice hotel. And I gave her the money, and, and I wished her well, and there we go. And between then and now, I had not heard from her one way or the other, really. Uh, you know, I didn't... I had no idea. She never messaged me. She never said, hey, man, thanks thanks for it. Uh, thanks for the money. Uh, get my shit together. R moving out of the hotel, get an apartment, whatever this, that, or whatever, right? N n you know, one way or the other. Like, oh, my God, things are still shit. I don't know. Uh, fucking my kid ran away. My cat died. Uh, my, car's, uh, my, my car coughed up a hairball. You know, whatever, right? But nothing, nothing. I haven't heard nothing from this woman. Nothing. Until uh, yesterday. I get a friend request from somebody. I don't know the name. I don't know who the fuck this is. Very generic picture. And then before I even uh, accept it, because late, I got to tell everybody now that I've stopped doing comedy, I don't really accept friend requests on Facebook. I just don't care. Because a good portion of the time is just fucking like open my comedians. I'm like, ah, fuck. I don't know you. I can't help you. I don't want any part of this. Go fuck yourself. You're better off without being a friend with me. Whatever. Uh, but I get a message from the person like, hey, Stu, do you remember me? And I was like, no, I don't. You have a, a generic picture. Your your name is not ringing a bell. Uh, no, I don't know who you are. Please refresh my memory. I'm, I meet a shit ton of people. I don't know. Well, it turns out it's this woman, and uh, for whatever reason, she started a new Facebook page, new new Facebook profile, and she's like, oh, man. You know, she she hits me with the same sob story, everybody. I'm still at the hotel. Although she she did say that she was working. I was like, hey, kudos to you. You're working. Good good for you. I'm still I'm still at the hotel and rent's due and I owe $260 and I didn't know if you could help me out. And I'm not going to lie, everybody. Um, it hit me wrong. Um, it, it hit me in a way that I basically, I wanted to write to her, fuck you. I didn't. I wanted to. I didn't. And the reason why I wanted to say fuck you is because I hadn't heard from her between the last time I gave her money and now. So to me, it's as if she sees me as like, hey, this is my ATM. Uh, except instead of ATM, it's STU. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I am not, I'm not a fucking, why are you asking me, again, essentially a stranger? Why am I the one that you're asking money? And she's like, oh, I don't have any family in the area, whatever. And so I was like, I just told her, I said, hey, lady, um, my financial situation has changed in the last year, and I am unable to assist you in this capacity, right? Uh, I, I left it at that. And to be perfectly honest, everybody, even if my financial situation had improved, I would not have given her money because I was pretty off-put by, by her fucking behavior, to be honest. And she's like, oh, God, I, I, I don't know what to do. What do you suggest? And so I'm like going, you have the fucking internet there, lady. You're, you're communicating with me through the fucking internet on social media. What the fuck? What do you mean? What are you doing? So I did a quick Google search. And I found two links for, like, emergency uh, assistance with, like, rent and shit like that. And she immediately comes back with the whole, well, I, I live in a hotel, and so this is different. And I'm like, I, I don't know if it's different or not, because clearly you are providing the fact that you live in this fucking place. If you've been there for a whole fucking year, that is your goddamn residency. They haven't kicked you the fuck out. You live in a shitbag motel hotel where you fucking, people live there all the goddamn time because no one in the right fucking mind is going to come and fucking stay there for a weekend because they come in, they look at it and go, nope, and then they get the fuck out. But you live there. So she's immediately poo-pooing things. I'm like, all right, you're you're proven to be a bitch. Okay, I get it, I get it. You're right, you're, you're fucking, you're a bitch. All right, I'm with you. 
So I was like, well, um, I don't know. Can you ask your boss for a, a, a fucking um, early payday? Can you see if you can get an advance on your pay? And then I said, I don't know. Payday loans? Can you go to fucking one of those places? I mean, I know they're predatory lenders, but she's asking shit. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you got something that you can take to a pawn shop? Can you sell something? And then this bitch goes, oh, I have an engagement ring. I was like, well, why the fuck aren't you getting rid of that thing? You've already said that like, your husband like was abusive towards you. Why the fuck would you want to keep your fucking goddamn uh, engagement ring? Like, what weird kind of fucking attachment do you have to that? So then she's like, well, where would I pawn it? I'm like, again, are, do you not have the fucking internet? So I did a quick search of pawn shops in Grand Rapids, took a screenshot, sent it to her. Do you think I might get more at like one of those uh, we buy gold and silver places? I don't know, lady. I've never fucking gone to one of those. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know if I've ever been in a pawn shop. I don't fucking know. You're asking me shit. I'm giving you shit. Now you go figure it out. She's like, well, which one would I get more money? I, I said, Why, go shop. Go to, go to those places. Go to two of them, three of them. Who's going to give you the most money for it? I don't have time to shop, is what she says. Well, f all right, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, lady. I'm giving you suggestions, and you're poo-pooing things. You're dumb as fuck. Go fuck yourself. And then she stopped responding to me. Uh, I should just unfriend and block her. I had, there was another guy, uh, like two years ago, when COVID was going on, at Christmas time. This guy was like, oh, money, this is some dude up in Cadillac, Michigan. He's like, oh, man, uh, I'm a little tight with money. And I was wondering, uh, you know, I'm trying to buy gifts for the kids. I don't know if you got an extra, like, 20 bucks or whatever for fucking money for the kids. And, all right, so I sent this dude, again, another dude. I don't really know. Am I a sucker? Yeah, I'm a goddamn fucking sucker. And I'm fucking getting tired of being suckered. So I sent the dude the money. I was like, hey, man, all right, have a, have a Merry Christmas, buy gifts for the kids, whatever. And then the fucker, I don't know, like six months later, he was asking me more for, like, baby formula or some shit. And he's like, oh, man, can you just PayPal me? He's, he specifically requested PayPal. And I was like, all right, give, what, what's your PayPal? I was very hesitant about it. I was like, what's your PayPal? And I sent it to him. And, he's, and then he was like, oh, I forgot my password. Can you send it to this one? And then I said, no, fuck you, man. You said this one. I'm not sending it to another one. And I told him, I said, get your shit together. And then he goes, I do have my shit together. I'm like, no, clearly you fucking don't. You don't. Because you're fucking, again, you're asking a, a stranger to buy fucking baby formula for you. And you don't have your fucking shit together. So I did block him. I, I was like, you, again, another dude looking at me as an ATM. Although they didn't have an ATM, they had an STU, and I'm fucking tired of these fucks, and I'm tired of myself getting suckered by fucks. People want to take it, it's the whole thing of like people when they go, yeah, you don't want to feed stray dogs because they keep coming back, and that's what I'm doing. I'm fucking feeding these stray dogs who are shitbags, these shitbag fuck human beings who fucking like, oh, fuck, you know, I'll just whatever. And, you know, maybe this chick is legit, maybe the dude is legit. But again, get your shit together. Why am I the dude? You don't know me. You don't fucking talk to me. You have nothing to do with me until you need fucking money. Fuck you and fuck your mom, motherfucker. Am I wrong? I'm not fucking wrong. I'm not fucking wrong. I'm not fucking wrong. I gotta keep telling myself. I'm not fucking wrong. I'm not fucking wrong. I am not fucking wrong. Oh. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste, bitches. <laughs> so last night, before I went to bed, going through my box of cards, you know how I do. I just like looking through my cards, finding some shit, trying to make some trades with some motherfuckers. You know, that's what 50-year-old men do. We like to make trades. <laughs> I'm watching a movie on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you got Amazon Prime or not, but if you do, I recommend the movie. It's called Emergency. Now, when I saw it, 
I'm not gonna lie, everybody. I was hoping that it had something to do with the television show from, I believe it was the 70s, that was called Emergency. It was about a fire department in Los Angeles. Emergency. I, I liked, I loved that show when I was a kid. This was not, this was not anything like an L.A. fire department in the 70s. This was about two African-American uh, dudes who were in college. They're graduating college, and it's kind of like the last week or so of college. And they kind of, one of them wants to go out on like a fucking bender. Apparently there's some night where all these parties are being thrown and he wants to go to like all seven. It's like he's planning everything out. And then he's, his nerdy buddy has got other shit going on. And then without getting into it, something weird happens and, and sidetracks all of their plans. And um, it's an interesting look at uh, race relations and... Uh, interactions amongst people, misunderstandings. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was some stuff at the end that I would go bullshit on. But um, I encourage you to watch it. Go watch. It's it's a drama. I also, I, I get for whatever reason in my brain, I kind of thought it was going to be more of a comedy. There are some comedic components to it all, but it's clearly a drama. Uh, there's no nudity, there's no violence, there's just language, so I'm not even sure what's rated. It was a, it was an Amazon Studio production, so I don't think it was ever in the theaters, maybe. I don't think so. But, uh, so I don't know, it's probably PG-13, maybe R, because there's, like, some drug usage. I, it's weird how the, the movie rating systems gets weird about drugs. Oh, my God, these guys are fucking smoking a bong, rated R. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my God, these guys are doing rails. <laughs> rails. <laughs> R. R is for rails. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would encourage you to go watch it. Go watch it. And then get back to me and let me know what you thought of it, right? Because I think it was, it, it definitely had some very, um, uh, good points. <laughs> I said that very eloquently. It had some good points. <laughs> uh, again, go watch it. Get back to me. Uh, I, I would I would be curious as to what you guys think about it. Uh, one thing that I don't really give two fucks about, but it's in the news every goddamn day, and it's even they even talk about it on the news podcasts that I listen to. I'm like, goddamn, I expect more from you, NPR. You don't need to talk about this fucking trash. And uh, the trash I'm talking about is the uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp uh, bullshit. The the uh, slander suits or whatever. Uh, apparently, and Johnny won. I guess he won like 15 mil, and then they, but then they awarded Amber like two or three mil. So I guess Johnny comes out ahead. 13 mil or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. He, he came out ahead. He, he won. He won. He won. He won. He won. He won. Uh, but apparently, though, uh, Amber Heard is broke as shit <laughs> and is unable to pay. Unable to pay the, the amount that she owes. And so they're going to... Um, uh, what is what is the word I'm looking for? Fuck! Oh, why? Why? I I feel this is me getting old. You guys, longtime listeners, are going to see like, oh shit! This is this is the beginning of Stu getting goddamn dementia. The word is appeal, everybody. Jesus Christ! Why was I not able to think of the word appeal? They're going to appeal the 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 verdict. Holy, she loses. I'm just astounded, though, that these people, the things they say about each other, it's just, oh, fuck, I don't know. You guys were in a relationship. I don't know. Apparently, she's got mental health issues. I can only assume he's got mental health issues. 
It's just dumb. You never want to meet your heroes, man. I, I've always kind of enjoyed Johnny Depp. He's been in some weird fucking movies, but... You know, I liked him in, uh, I liked him in 21 Jump Street. Probably the fucking, the, the springboard to his fame and fortune. I loved him in that. Uh, Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Well, no, he wasn't in Eating Gilbert Grape. That was Leonardo DiCaprio. Edward Scissorhands. Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, Johnny Depp's been in some good shit. And I like it. But now I'm like, fuck you and fuck your mom. You know, you're a scumbag. I don't know. You're a weirdo. I know that. I just don't care about any of this Hollywood drama. We sh we shouldn't care. I guess part of the reason why this is a bigger issue than others is because it affects, in some ways, the whole Me Too movement because this was a woman who was claiming that she was abused by Johnny, that he physically abused her, and uh, the jury was like, nope, not buying it. You're a fucking loon. And so this woman who was claiming Me Too uh, is being told, nope, not you. Have you guys, were you guys following this at all? Was it interesting? Like, I know a lot of people were watching it on court TV or whatever the fuck it was on. I'm just like, I can't imagine. What a waste of time and energy. Like, for those who are intimately involved, like, your witnesses or the prosecutor, the defense, whatever, there you go. But anyone else? You? Me? No. Fuck off. You shouldn't care. I don't care. I won't care. But, you know what, Amber? Pay up, bitch. You owe money. Fuck. If I, if I fucking get sued and lose, they're going to expect me to pay money. What happens when you don't pay? You go to jail? How does that work? I don't know how that works. Whatever. Uh, one of the guys that I've uh, been collecting football cards of, there's a couple quarterbacks that I, I, I want to collect football cards of. There's three. Like, I collect, you know, any Bills card I'll probably pick up within reason, right? I'm not buying $2,000 football cards or anything like that. Nothing like that. But... Uh, the three quarterbacks that I, I, I like to collect just for them specifically are all uh, dudes who've all played for the Bills. One's currently playing for the Bills, Case Keenum. The other is Tyrod Taylor, who currently plays for the New York Giants. And the last one is Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is, uh, he retired today. The reason I chose all three of those players is because they were all quarterbacks for the Buffalo Bills, which I like. And I, I, I liked... Uh, both Tyrod and Ryan Fitzpatrick when they played for the Bills. Case Keenum just got on the team this year and hasn't played a fucking down for the Bills. But the reason why I like all three is because they've all had relatively long careers and they've all played for several teams. Like, I think they've all played for at least four different teams. <laughs> so they've bounced around the league. And it's always funny to me when you see these players in different uniforms as I've been going through cards, I'm like going, I'm, I'm reminded of things like Tony Dorsett, the great Dallas Cowboys football player, ended his career in Denver. I had no fucking clue. I couldn't remember. I did not remember him ever playing for Denver. How weird is that? Bruce Smith, the Buffalo Bills great, ended his career in Washington. Weird. It's just weird. I don't get it. You know, Joe Montana ended his career in Kansas City. Uh, it's just kind of, it hurts your brain a little bit sometimes. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, he, he retired today after 17 seasons. That is a long fucking time to play in the NFL, whether you're a quarterback or any other position. So kudos to him. But he is, um, he is widely re uh, regarded as a fan favorite in Buffalo. He was known as uh, Fitzmagic. He grew the beard there. He, he became known as the Beard. Uh, he had some spectacular games, spectacular comebacks. He was fucking great. But he retired as a member of the Washington Commanders. Last year he got injured. And uh, he I, I don't think he played a game. Maybe he played in the very first game. And then he was out. And so Tyler Haneke played. And uh, now they got Carson Wentz. 
So Ryan, Ryan did not get re-signed or whatever. Ryan said, well, injuries, age, everything else, I'm done. I'm really hoping that the Buffalo Bills offer him a one-day contract and he retires as a Buffalo Bill. Because no football player should have to retire as a Washington commander. What a shit-fucking team. They are god-awful. Uh, and he deserves better. He actually, he showed up to the uh, the Buffalo Bills playoff game this year where they demolished the New England Patriots. And he actually was sitting in the stands with the fans. He wasn't in a suite. He was in the stands with the fans. And you know, Bills Mafia, we're crazy as fuck. He actually, he took his shirt off during the game. You know, it's a goddamn blizzard out. And he took his shirt off and he's just cheering on the fucking team like a lunatic. So I really hope that the Bills do right by him and uh, sign him to like a one-day contract. He can retire Bill. Will he ever be in the uh, the ring of fame for the Bills? I, I don't know, maybe. I Hopefully so. He, um, a lot of the ring of fame has to do more with what the fans thought of you um, as opposed to maybe like, oh, you're a Hall of Famer or whatever. It's, oh my God, the, fan, the fans really took to you. So we'll see. Hopefully it happens. You know, I, you know that's, that's the thing about sports. Sometimes people in sports are loved for things beyond their on-the-field shit. Like there is a, currently a guy, Isaiah McKenzie, who plays for the Bills, who is uh, not that great. I mean, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He has his moments. He's, he's kind of like a trick play guy. He's the guy, he's gadget play dude. He's the guy you come in, deal a flea flick or two, whatever. You know, hook and ladder play, whatever. He's not the guy who's going to go out and he's going to catch uh, 10 passes, uh, 110 yards a game. He's not that guy. But one or two plays a game, every other game, he's going to do some shit for you. And it, but everybody loves him. He's a character. He's very, he's very likable dude. Very likable dude. And he's the kind of guy that you, you'd want to see on the Ring of Fame as well, too. So no one cares about my Buffalo Bills talk. Except me. All right, I'm going to know this. I like this story a whole lot. Uh, of course, I have it down in Florida. <laughs> there was a standoff. Oh, my God, a standoff in Florida? Who knew? Apparently, this drunk fuck had essentially taken his girlfriend hostage. And uh, I don't know. He did what dudes do when they get drunk. Uh, he got violent. <laughs> he does live in Florida. Of course, he got violent. And he said, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill myself. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. Even though it's Florida, uh, you're still not supposed to say that. You can't threaten to kill people. <laughs> um, so the cops showed up. There was like a seven-hour standoff. They had like some weird robot thing come. And it's weird. The video for this thing is weird. I wish... They had a picture of the, what this robot thing looked like because I cannot decipher what it is because the camera, uh, I'm assuming it's mounted to the top of this machine. So all you see is like this giant like steel arm come out and it smashes, uh, maybe it's the penis of this machine. <laughs> this giant battering ram penis. <laughs> It just shows up and it kind of smashes the door, right? And you just hear this police officer who is a human being, but he sounds really fucking robotic. And I'm going to see if I can... There, There's a video for it. I watched the video. It's almost three minutes long. And yeah, they're making... Are they going to make me fucking watch the whole thing again? I'm not going to do it. Okay. there's. It's almost three minutes long, but... The, all right. They keep yelling at him to keep his hands in the air. And he is just this. He's this typical Florida gump of a man. Just fucking worthless, right? And he, he he's for what I'm assuming only because he's drunk. He he's too dumb to keep his hands in the air. He keeps moving around. He. 
He has him down. Oh, God. I don't know. I talked over it. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to replay it. I'll be quiet. can hear that or not uh he's i don't want to say he's being obstinate again i'm not there the video is not the greatest he just seems like i'm a drunk dude and he doesn't keep his hands in here he's like kind of like talking with his hands he's probably telling the cops to go fuck themselves but he's just waving his hands around kind of and one of the cops is like fuck this guy and they shot him in the dick with a rubber bullet. And I don't know if you, again, I, I'm gonna, let me replay it for you again real quick. Oh, God. That's the robotic arm going down. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but I fucking loved it. Because the, the robotic arm's going down for a reason. It's like, it's going down, and he's waving his hands around. He's telling the cops to go fuck themselves. And all of a sudden, he's just like, like, like a paintball gun. And uh, right in the fucking nuts. Oh, God. Hopefully, it fucking neutered this man. Hopefully, it fucking blew up one of his testicles. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, so, it was weird. He didn't go down, though. He just kind of buckled over. He never got down to his knees or fell down or anything. I still wouldn't want to take a rubber bullet to the balls. Jesus Christ. Um, but he threatened to kill his girlfriend, threatened to kill himself. They went off into the night, uh, and then they got him out, hit him with the rubber bullets. Um, previously, this guy's been charged with domestic battery, driving under the influence, aggravated assault. Now he's facing charges for felony domestic battery and aggravated assault. He was released from jail in order to stay away from the victim, but court records show he violated that order less than a day later and was rearrested. Yeah, this guy's a fucking winner. They should have shot him again in the in the balls with a fucking other rubber bullet. Fucking just blown it up. What he looks like a piece of shit. Mark Francioni. What a dummy. Uh, I hope he continues to get shot in the balls with rubber bullets. <laughs> it I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm glad they did it, and I find it very funny. But at the same time, I'm like, going, I don't think they needed to shoot him in the balls. He didn't have a weapon in his hands. He was just being drunk and disorderly. I don't know why they just didn't bum rush him. They could have had like two or three cops fucking bum rush him. And is it, I mean, this dude's white with a name like Mark Francioni. Of course he was white. It's weird how they didn't use real bullets on his ass. He was threatening to kill a woman. Uh, fuck you, Florida. All right, everybody, that's it. I am done. Thank you guys for listening. This is the freebie. Uh, I do free episodes every Mondays and Thursdays. I also do a Patreon well, pretty much every other day of the week. What's a Patreon? Well, everybody, Patreon is a paywall where you pay to uh, listen or watch or whatever to things that artists or producers or whatever, podcasters, whatever they put out. And so for me, uh, Sunday, when, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, I do Patreon episodes. So if you like this podcast, you'll love that podcast because it's just more. It's just more, and it's just five bucks a month. It's not a whole lot. To be perfectly honest, I'd charge less if I could. But uh, uh, good old Patreon, at the time when I started this thing, $5 was the lowest you could go. So uh, if you guys got an extra five bucks of lying around, fucking consider it. I would appreciate it. You can do it anytime you want too. It doesn't have to be the first of the month. You can do it now and then it's just 30 days, I guess, right? So there you go. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search Elemental Podcast and you'll find it. Uh, if you guys could like the Facebook page, that'd be great. If you could like the Twitter page, that would be great. Uh, if you guys want to check out my Macari store, that would be great. I have a link on my Instagram, my Facebook page, my Twitter page. Uh, and uh, it's all m mostly sports shit on Macari. You can buy like jerseys and hats and baseballs, footballs, 
uh, mini helmets, all sorts of shit like that. So go take a peek at that if you'd like as well, too. Father's Day is coming up. Maybe your dad is into sports. Buy some sports shit. Uh, I'm also going to be giving away a Buffalo Bills hat uh, tomorrow, Friday the 3rd, over on my Twitter. So if you aren't friends with me on Twitter, if you're not following me on Twitter, go check that out, at Stu McAllister, please. And then last but not least, we've got four things I'd like you to do. These people support the podcast. I like to support them if I can. If you guys can go to Facebook and like the page on Magic JBN, that's John Badass Midgley. John is a great magician. He is an artiste. He likes to draw pictures of uh, magicians. And uh, so if you go over to his page, Magic JBM, you can see videos of his magic. You can see the pictures that he draws. He's a very talented fella. Go support him if you could, Magic JBM. Stay on Facebook. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. That is Adam and Stephanie House, a married couple that stays together, and they like to eat coleslaw. Hence the Sunday Slaw. On Sunday, they do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. And they give it the yay or the nay. So if you could hit the like button on that, that'd be great. And Adam also is a realtor. He sells homes. He helps people buy homes. So if uh, you'd like to sell or buy a home, get a hold of Adam. Maybe he can help you out or he at least can answer some questions for you. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Then check out Matt Harper Art over on TikTok and Instagram. Matt's a buddy of mine. He's a comedian and another artist. And he sells his art over on TikTok and Instagram. So buy some art from him. Or you can ask him to draw some shit for you and he can probably do it. He's a very talented fella. So go find him, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Over on TikTok and Instagram. And last but not least, bear boards and tables. Mark has a... uh, Facebook page and an Instagram page and Mark has like a bandsaw and he makes some very cool shit with wood with wood he 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 likes touching wood all day long he can make you a cutting board keychain anything else with wood probably so uh, go check out his page on Facebook and Instagram bare boards and tables he also has a Macari store so if you buy anything from him mention the Elemental podcast and get that 10% discount Finally, the Elemental Podcast does something good for you. So do those four things, everybody. Bear boards and tables, uh, the Sunday Slaw, Mad Harper Art, and uh, Magic JBN. That's it. I am done, everybody. You guys have a good weekend. Um, if, you, if you don't get the Patreon, and I'll see you on Monday. If you do get the Patreon, I'll see you tomorrow. I already got shit I'm going to talk about. How about that? So uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you later. Have a good one. Goodbye.